Central Parish Radio's podcast presents Enforcing Jubilee Series. Listen and be empowered to enforce your perfect jubilee in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, let your mercy reign over our lives. Let your presence cover our lives. Let your power flow through our lives. Glorify yourself in us and through us. Help us to truly experience jubilee. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. We may be seated. Assuming that you are permitting me to sit with you. Odeemi has commanded me not to speak for more than 30 minutes. I'm used to speaking for four and a half hours. And since both of us share the same birthday, I have to obey her. (laughs) Or else she must make sure that I don't celebrate my birthday next Ah, praise God. Uh, I have written a book on Enforcing Jubilee, edition 3.0. So it's somewhere between Lagos and Abuja now. It left Lagos this morning. I thought it could have come by night bus so that you would have gotten your own copies from today. So by God's grace, By tomorrow, the books will be made available to us. So, since you already have the book, I can very easily obey what mommy said and not speak for more than 30 minutes. Uh, Jubilee, one word that may describe it is freedom. Freedom. So, in the Jewish calendar and in the Jewish custom, after every seven times seven years, on the 50th year, so they will return lands to the owners. Those who sold themselves as slaves will be set free. So it's a time that one is set free and you can start afresh. So somebody can start afresh from what God will do to us. And that starting afresh is starting afresh to go exceeding abundantly above all that you ask or think because when someone in my dialect they said when an ant stings you the first time you don't continue to just sit there for it to sting you the second time so when it stings you the first time you get up and look for where the ant is and kill it so that it doesn't sting you a second time so when God gives somebody the privilege of starting afresh, it's a very big privilege. There was once I had a special privilege like that. I was coming, I went to preach outside the country. And normally in the plane, I write songs. So I was trying to write, I was trying to write this song, and, but it was like as if I saw a vision. There was a lot of light. And then 
someone now spoke to me and said, why did you not do all that I sent you to do? So, and I started writing the song on that topic. I started begging God. I said, please, Lord, just let this plane land safely. Uh, anything you want me to do that is remaining that I've not done, I will do my best. So the question just continued. Why did you not do all that I sent you to do? Maybe I will sing a little small part of that song. Why did you not do all I sent you to do? Why did you not do all I sent you to do? You did a few and then withdrew and turned to the things that mattered to you. Oh, why, 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 oh, why, why did you not do all I sent you to do? So, if God makes you write that kind of song, won't you think twice? <laughs> but my joy was that I had the privilege of starting afresh. God didn't say you did nothing. No, he didn't say I did nothing. No, no, no. Because God is just and he's fair. But he said, why did you not do all that I sent you to do? The day I played it in the presence of Daddy Adeboe, when I finished, he said everybody should be quiet for five minutes and think about that song. That many of us don't know that Joshua did not finish what he was sent to do. So that God wants us to finish what he sent us to do. You will finish what God sent you to do in Jesus' name. So Jubilee has two dimensions that we must understand. There is a divine dimension which is the divine positioning. God, according to his own thinking, his own purpose, his own plans, his own operations... He has paid the price for our jubilee. The sacrifice has been made. The lamb has been slain. The lamb died, descended into hell. God raised him from the dead with his mighty power. And now he's, he, he sits at the right hand of God the Father, making intercession for us. So there is no price concerning our jubilee that has not been paid from God's side. So, in the sovereignty of God, whatever is required concerning Jubilee has been fulfilled. Whatever is remaining now is our side, our own responsibility, the human responsibility. And that's what we want to look at today, tomorrow, and day after tomorrow. And to summarize those three responsibilities, we have www.jubilee. So you can go to Google and Google it, whether it's there. <laughs> You're not likely to find it in Google because the message we are sharing, the book we wrote, the only, the only book on earth that was copied is the Bible. There's no other book. It's not an edition of books. I had to wait on God for us, for you, for myself, that God will help us so that the Jubilee will be fulfilled in our lives. And we receive it in the name of Jesus Christ.
So what is this www.jubilee? First of all, the jubilee works. Our behavior, our attitude, our words, our actions, our reactions, our faith, the responsibility that will be here to make the jubilee to get activated, to enforce jubilee, the works. Somebody said, I have faith, so I don't need works. The other man said, well, I will show you my faith by my works. Which one is more correct? You say it's the first one, the second one. You know, you are, you are very intelligent. I knew you would get it. So, after works, www.jubilee, the second one is warfare. We have a great inheritance from God. But one usurper came because he's a thief. He comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But we thank God that the price that has been paid, the Lord Jesus Christ said, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. So warfare. And there's a difference between battle and war. Battle is just one fight. War is a comprehensive series of battles. So tomorrow we are going to focus on jubilee warfare. Because by force, we must activate our inheritance and enjoy the realities of our inheritance in the name of Jesus Christ. www.jubilee The last W is worship. Works, warfare, worship. So on Sunday we'll talk about worship. Many people do not know that worship is actually the highest level of prayer. And that when you want miracles that are unlimited, you change to the gear of worship. When you are using works, you are basing the thing on your merits, your ability. You are basing the enforcement of Jubilee on your ability your merit. When we use warfare, we are asking for help. Oh God, help me. So that in the name of Jesus, I'll cast out devils. I bind the bindables, cast the castables. Whatever ables, again, I, I'll do them. But when it is worship, you are saying, Lord, you are so great that I can't even contribute significantly to this thing. Father, please take over. And the Bible says that God says his eyes go to and fro throughout the whole earth to see if there's any man whose heart is perfect towards him, that he might show himself strong on their behalf. May God take over your battles in the name of Jesus Christ. And the Lord take over your situations in the name of Jesus Christ. Because he's God. He's the almighty God. There's nothing that is difficult for him. So, in each of these things, um, because I'm not as intelligent as many of you are, so when God teaches me things, I like to put them into formula. So, when I put it into formula, then I will remember. For instance, I have a formula for how do you differentiate the voice of God from other voices? 
I have a formula for that. Then, if it is a battle, just a fight, what do you do? I have a formula for that. But what of full war? What do you do? There's another formula for that. So tomorrow, we will share some of those formula. And today, I will share briefly with you uh, the formula at the introductory level. But let me see how I will do this thing. I'm nearly halfway in the time that our mommy gave me. And you know, I'm a very obedient person. That's why my mother used to love me. <laughs> I didn't give her a problem at all. And I think that's one of the reasons my wife loves me. Even if I give her problem, small, 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 small trouble. Like leaving my shirt in the sitting room. And leaving my shoes anywhere I pull them out. That's my wardrobe. At least those ones don't hurt. So when you get the book, you find out that chapter one is an introduction. That introduces you and goes through all the things that we have talked about. And there's something I wrote down in that book that I'm begging every one of us to do. Kenneth Hagin did it. And he changed the ministry of Kenneth Hagin from merely being a teacher to a prophetic teacher. So when I read it in 1986, either 86 or 87, I decided to do that thing that Kenneth Hagin did. And as I did it, it brought, it granted me a superior prophetic access in my ministry than before. And I want to share it with you. It's not difficult, but I don't know whether you are interested. Are you? Okay. Simple. Ephesians chapter 1, especially verses 14 to the end. But if you can use the entire Ephesians chapter 1, great. Very great. But if you don't have time, verses 14 to the end, you prayerfully pray each verse into your heart every day for 21 days. Kenneth Hagin did it for six months. I did it for six weeks. I'm just recommending 21 days to you. You know, Abuja people are very busy. <laughs> but if you can do it for 21 days, you find out that you will so enjoy it that you may extend it like me to six weeks. And maybe you will extend it further like Kenneth Hagin to six months. Ephesians, which chapter did I say? Chapter 1. Which verses did I say are the most important? From 14 to the end. Shabir, I said it from the beginning that you are very intelligent people. So you can see what I said. So this is a time to start afresh. And not just that. The second thing that is important is that you, your jubilee is now in the introduction. With man, we can say seven times. Seven years. Then the, the next year, 50th year, is jubilee. But God inhabits eternity. And because God inhabits eternity, a thousand years are like one day. And one day is like a thousand years. So because he inhabits eternity, time is not critical with God. 
It is because of man that there is time. The sun and the moon and all the other things giving us seasons is because of man, not because of God. God inhabits eternity. There's another thing that God inhabits. Who remembers? The praise of his people. Can somebody praise the Lord? Can somebody praise the Lord? Can somebody praise the Lord? And again, praise the Lord. Amen. The Lord is here. So, because God inhabits eternity, we want to enter our jubilee by our faith in God, not by our merits. And if we are entering jubilee by our faith in God, God who inhabits eternity, he is the one who was and who is and who is to come. When he gave Moses his name, what did he call himself? I am that I am. Is I am in the past tense only? Is I am in the future only? Is I am in the present only? I am is I am all the time. If you go to tomorrow, he's I am. If you go to yesterday, he's I am. He's not I was. He's I am. He's the great I am. For this reason, in the name of Jesus Christ, we receive our jubilee now. We receive it now. By faith, we receive it now. We receive it in our marriages. We receive it in our ministries. We receive it in our health. We receive it in our finances. In the name of Jesus. I say in the name of Jesus. Somebody say, I take my jubilee now. I activate my jubilee now. I activate my jubilee now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Because my God is the eternal God. My God inhabits eternity. And now is the acceptable time. Now is the day of salvation. I receive my jubilee in the name of Jesus. Amen. So jubilee now. We need to understand that concept so that we can flow with God at his own pace. So you behold, you believe, then you become. If you read Ephesians chapter 1, you behold all the blessings. In fact, in verse 3, he says that God has blessed us with how many spiritual blessings? All. And I'm turning my hand around so if there's anything left at it, we enter. All spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We are so blessed in God. That's why we need to study that chapter. So when we behold what God has done for us and we believe it, then we become it. That's how the Jubilee is activated. That's how it is implemented. That is how it is enforced in our lives. So I've given you a good summary and then I will now go to chapter 2. Because chapter 1, like I told you, is introduction. And before I go to chapter 2, let me look at how many minutes I have remained. Ah, eight minutes more. Oh, 
No, I didn't start exactly at six. So. I started at something past six. <laughs> so, so I can pass half past six a bit. Look at me. Instead of preaching, I'm using the time to begin. <laughs> so chapter two is Jubilee works. Jubilee works. For Jubilee to work in your life, let me go straight to the formula because I can handle that in eight minutes and we pray. For Jubilee to work in your life and to work through your life, you need power. Power. The Lord Jesus Christ says, tarry in Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. You shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And you shall be witnesses for me in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, uttermost parts of the earth. So, the power is the power that makes you a harvester. The Bible says, truly the harvest is plenteous. That is, the jubilee has arrived. But what, where is the problem? What is the problem? The laborers are few. The Lord Almighty today raise you as a special laborer in Jesus' name. The laborers are few. That's the challenge. The challenge is not the harvest. Like we said, according to the standard of God, he has paid all the price for the jubilee, for the harvest. But what is needed is the laborers. The laborers are few. When T.L. Osborne went to India. He went, he, he stayed there for one year, got frustrated. Couldn't win a single soul. They came back, himself and his wife. Until one day God spoke to him as he was watching William Brennan. He went into fasting, himself and his wife. And when he came out, he became a laborer who had access to the healing grace of God. In one of his meetings, 96 blind people their eyes were opened in one meeting 96 when he went back to India the first night there were between 150,000 and 200,000 people the very first night someone who has spent one year there no convert, nobody the Lord raise you today as a special laborer in Jesus' name. So let me explain what is involved in this power formula. The P is programming. The first thing is the programming. He says, I, I, I beseech you as by the message of God that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice and be not conformed to the world but be ye transformed by what? The renewing of your minds. Your mind has to be reprogrammed. Why I use programming? I would have used renewal. It's because many of you are so digital now. That is digital language you understand. That's why I said programming. Our minds need to be reprogrammed. Our minds, our emotions, our wills. But the things depend on our minds. We need to be reprogrammed with the word of God. We need to reprogram our minds from thinking of what people will say, thinking of how we were brought up, 
to allow our minds to be aligned to the will of God and to the word of God. The word of God and the spirit of God working together are the two forces that reprogram our minds. So if you want to do the jubilee work, you start by the reprogramming of your mind, the renewed mind. Following God completely according to his standard which he has set for us. Then the O is obedience. And sorry, before I leave this reprogramming, if you read Ephesians chapter 1, verses 14, 15, he tells you that Paul says, when I notice the love, the faith and the love in you, I started praying for you. We need to reprogram our minds by the power of the Holy Spirit to be ruled by faith and love. Because for many of us, our minds are ruled by fear and dislike, hate. But in God's standard, in fact, that's how you identify somebody who is really born again. There is a renewing, there is a regeneration in that person manifesting faith. You don't have to cuddle the person and pet him and say, have faith, just say you believe, just say you believe. No, the person will believe. January 17th, 1971, I gave my life to Christ about 8 o'clock, about 10 minutes past 8. And since that day, nobody told me believe or don't believe. Nobody followed me up for a while. I just knew I got born again at that point. I cannot tell the full story because of my time that is, is going. So there is a, the reprogramming by the love and the fear, the, the faith, not fear. The fear that is only permitted is the fear of God. Every other fear is not permitted. It's the fear of God. And as we fear God, we we'll worship him more effectively in Jesus' name. So the reprogramming. Then the O is obedience. If you read Ephesians chapter 1, you go to verses 17 to 18, you will see that Paul was praying for the Ephesians that God will grant unto us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God. So if we want to do jubilee works, we must understand the moves of the spirit, his wisdom. Even his wisdom on how to take care of ourselves. Some of us were exercising faith that was not working. And it affected our health. It affected several things. Our breakthroughs in finances and so on. But when we are reprogrammed according to the word of God, by the spirit of wisdom and revelation, then we stand right to do what God wants us to do. So that oh, there is obedience to the Holy Spirit. The spirit of wisdom and revelation. Then the W, if you want to go far with God in Jubilee works, you need the W, which is worship. He says that he may grant unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God. In worship. 
Worship is not because of what God wants to give to you. Worship is because of whom God is in the knowledge of God. Then the E is execution. You have to execute what God has sent you to do. Focus on your calling. Don't try to be another person. Be whom God has chosen you to be. And be all of it. So execute it. Execute it. And as you execute, the R in the power is you receive. No matter what you have done. No matter how great you are. At the end, it's God who gives to us. We are receivers. Somebody say, I receive. Somebody say, I receive. Say, I receive grace. Paul said, by the grace of God, I am what I am. And he said, and I labored more than they all. And yet, it is the grace of God. So, at this moment, we will rise and we will ask God for grace. So, we will receive direct impartation by prayer. And as I pray for us, we will say, Lord, grant me. In fact, before you stand up, somebody prayed for me this morning. And said, the Lord grant you more grace. I said, yes, I need more grace. So pray for me that I will be more humble. Because it is the humble that God gives more grace. And I said to the person, I pray for myself that I will be more humble. And I pray for you that you will be more humble. That God will give us more grace in Jesus' name. Let's rise and ask God for more grace. Please talk to God. Talk to God. I mean, seriously. You can receive grace now that will make all the difference in your life. Make all the difference in your ministry. It will make all the difference in your relationships. Receive more grace from God. Please talk to the Lord Almighty. We hope you were blessed by this podcast. You can send feedback and inquiries to centralparishradio at gmail.com. Do subscribe to receive notification of new episodes. Thank you.